Well, hello again. It's your dreaming back once more. Sorry for the delay, folks, but we are here with you. And the governor is over there in Devon. Hello, Gav. Hello there, Ref. How are you in Texas? Oh, a bit chilly over here. It's cold. What about Devon? Is it cold yeah, there? Cold. No snow yet where we are, but if it snows in Barnstable, it's bad, you know, because it's probably the last place to get it. We've had it on the hills and a little <laughs> bit here and there, but it's been cold at Elvi. Chill to the bones. And I know they've had it in Wales as well. Not that I'm there, obviously, I'm in Texas, but yeah, it's, it's cold here as well. So... What's better then on a cold night than to enjoy a stout together? Absolutely. It's been too long since we enjoyed a stout. And that's what it's all about. Oh, is a rhyme for you. Um, but and yeah, we're back with you and we are trying to record this as a podcast for those listening in. Um, so we are going to describe a little bit today, but... I'm just going to show you my stout before um, Mark. And also that, that also covers our, our blind fans. <laughs> if you are a little bit struggling with our facial features, then this is for you. You know? So. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know on, uh, I know on Bebo that um, I had a message... <laughs> What is Bebo? Is that still around? <laughs> is it akin to AOL Messenger? And I don't know. Page? Maybe the Hotmail. I don't know. But oh. yeah, I know someone on there was saying that, um, you know, a, a, a podcast would be better for one of our blind fans. So yeah. <laughs> no, no I, I hear you. And if you are deaf then you can probably see our mouths and lip breed i don't know i'm just throwing it out there but it's for subtitles are coming soon subtitles are the next branch of the draymond's arm <laughs> this this podcast this vlog is for everybody so all although if uh, our american friends are listening and uh, of course you now live in america they probably have to subtitle what you're saying anyway Oh, I get it a lot. I go to these drive-thrus and it's like, what did you say? What did you say? And I have to talk slow. So, hey, it's, I'm used to it. So, you know, I have to repeat myself constantly. Yeah. Um, so what, what have you got over there then, Ref, for the your review? I'm interested to see what you've got. I have no idea. Yeah, certainly. So I've got a stout and this stout is called Black is Beautiful. And it's this version of it is by Fremont Brewing. But uh, I'll talk about Black is Beautiful because there are many breweries that do Black is Beautiful worldwide. And I'll go get into that in a little bit. But just to kind of describe the can, it's kind of a cool can, cool logo. But every Black is Beautiful beer produced by hundreds of different breweries has to have this same artwork. So it's kind of a... One of the reviews I said uh, for another beer we were doing in the week, another stout, was um, sometimes cans are pretty busy or artwork's pretty busy and you have to search around for what the actual name of the beer is, you know, but 
you can see exactly what it is. Pick it off a shelf, nice and easy. Yeah. Yep. You've yep. told me a little bit about Black is Beautiful. I'm interested to see what you're going to add to it today. But yeah, you know, there's a reason behind it, and um, exactly. interested to see what you come out with. Well, um, I've got over here on the side of the pond. Uh, I have a Yorkshire beer from Black Sheep Brewery, and it is a Chalk and Orange Stout. And that's the name of it. And uh, I've never had a orangey stout in a bottle before, so wow. we'll see how it see how it pours, see how it tastes. Um, and again, the artwork on that is just it tells you what it is. Basically, it's in big wording. Right on the front. It basically tells you everything. Just below here, um, it's a it's a brown and orange label, and below it just basically says everything that's in it on the front. And then the top of the bottle is a is a black top, and uh, it says "Born and Bred in Marsham, Yorkshire," or sorry, in Masham, Yorkshire. And it's got a cool little picture of a black sheep on the top. So. I don't, if you don't mind, I'm going to open mine, get the pour yeah. on. And then, uh, as, as you pour, I'm just going to introduce our listeners and viewers to a little segment we call News of the Week. Oh, lovely. Interesting. Beer news for you. Oh, did you Ooh. hear that? He's got some beer news for you. I He's do have beer news. Beer news from America, is it? I Well, actually, I, I say America. It, the news is actually from Wales, of all things. <laughs> so principality itself. The principality itself. So uh, let me find the news. And it's actually to do with um, rugby. So the Welsh Rugby Union have a new uh, official beer sponsor. So let me find the details here for you. So the Welsh Rugby Union, the WRU, has joined... The craft beer revolution, oh, forming a new partnership with Bremenin-based Brecon Brewing to produce two new beers. Um, it's the WRU Gold and the WRU IPA. Oh, and I oh, love it. I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yes. Yeah, so as you've been saying that, look at that. I've got one of those lovely little display glasses you get with the uh, craft beer places around here. And uh, the pour, a lovely head on that. Obviously got some left in the bottle. Very dark black. Goodness me, look at the oh, head the on that. Straight away, the smell is chocolate and orange. Exactly what it says. Exactly what it says. I love the head, though. Just to describe to our viewers, our listeners yeah, got, in public. So what... I've got a half-inch head on that, which is well just in the last few seconds he's dropping but that's often the case with a bottled stout so i'm gonna give it a taste before i lose that head yeah go for it oh it's got a lot of flavor to it Ooh. that's busy my goodness it's got that little fizz you get with a bottled beer yeah you can hold it i can still hear that little fizz on top of the head there as it sort of goes to nothing. But um, the taste of it is chocolate and orange. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> nice tasting. It's a it's got a good body to it from the first taste. You know, let me just go again and then I'll let you pour because you must be yeah, thirsty. I am. 
is the smell that's distinct. Some of, some of the stats we've had have not contained a smell, but that is a, a strong sort of, I would describe it as a, a multi woody smell, but you know, with the orange hints in the background. Yeah. No, no yeah, I think I'm going to enjoy this. I, I no, got it. Enjoy it, but you know, it's uh, yeah. it's all right. So I got to say, no, well, my rugby news that pretty much is it, to be honest. It's it just basically these, these two beers available. I just wanted to mention it because I've had Breck and Brewing beers before, and I will be talking about them in more detail at our next review. But yeah. if you are in Wales and possibly England, I don't know how readily available it is, but try and look out for these two. Welsh Rugby Union beers. So it's we'll a look. Yeah, yeah. Maybe your brother could get you a couple of cans to hold back. Just to sit on. Obviously, with IPAs, it has to be fresh, so I may have to miss out. But, you know, maybe next year or something, or if mm. I come over this year, I can try and grab one. But yeah. um, I'm going to pour mine. As I'm pouring mine, I just wanted to mention to you that head, from my viewpoint, it kind of looked like the head of... Um, like a cappuccino because you had that darkness at the base and very light at the top and you don't always there's normally a bit of a separation so that it's was interesting gone. it has gone to nothing almost now there's probably like a couple of mil on that but it's hugging the side of the glass as you're drinking down you can just about see that oh wow Which cool. I, I you know i've said it before i love a head on a guinness um creamier head for me is a personal favorite um, sometimes when they come out and they go flat i you know the bitterness is a bit too much for yeah um i'm just going to show my my head here my okay. head is much darker right mart well it, it's hard for me to see on the camera but it's probably similar to mine i just think i've got better lighting but uh, yeah possibly maybe it looks a maybe a touch darker but it's a nice head in it it's a beautiful head i gotta say um hmm not much smell to it, actually. Just stouty in smell, but let me just get a quick taste. There was no added flavour. It wasn't a gimmicky one or anything. It was No, just... there's nothing special about this. It's just a basic um, stout, I yeah, believe. Yeah. Just Lovely. double checking. Yeah, there's, there's nothing really. Um, so just an imperial stout. So it's very strong. You're talking 9% here. So let me just have a quick taste and see the, find the texture to this. Oh, that's lovely. Very, very bitter. No sweetness to that. Thick. Yeah. Strong. That's good. And yeah, I mean... Down in the wind. Yeah, do you want to kind of talk about your beer before I get into mine? Yeah, and I've got a lot to say. So, right, as I said before, we've got um, a Yorkshire beer here. Now, Yorkshire is a county in England. And uh, it's known as God's country to the people that live there. They <laughs> almost view it as a independent country, a little bit like some Texans do of Texas, I should presume. But or uh, Cornwell to the Cornish, yeah, or Cornish, yeah, you're right there. So um, it's a big, it's a big, big county, Yorkshire, and this is from the north of Yorkshire. Um, it is just above Ripon, which is a village, and. Uh, below Catterick, which is sort of on the border. Um, right. It's a 
just near a place called Nidderdale, which is an area of outstanding natural beauty. And Yorkshire countryside is stunning. A lot of the countryside in England is, is lovely, but the Yorkshire Moors and the Yorkshire Dales are particularly well known mm. and uh, famous. And National Park. There, the, the little village that it's in, um, sort of a village town, it's not too big, is uh, right on the edge of it. And um, I'm going to tell you why it's an interesting and maybe a good place to visit if you're on a brewery tour. I'll tell you that a bit later, but let's give you a little um, bit about Black Sheep. Now, um, you've got Paul Theakston now. The name Theakston you might recognise because that is a very famous long-standing brewery in uh, Britain uh, and he is from that brewery. 1992 when that brewery was sold to um, a national brewery he decided to leave and he decided he wanted to go back smaller brewing um, and set up Black Sheep Brewery. Now that's it, hence the name. He was seen by some of his family or some of the people that he certainly used to work with that he jumped ship and uh, he felt like he was the black sheep. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, which in England, the black, the black sheep of the family is one that doesn't fit in or, you know, odd yeah, to so like, you know, like odd you. To so he set up uh, this company in 1992. And funnily enough, on the map, it is less than half a mile from Theakston's Brewery uh, that he left. He set it up in, they're both in the same town. Huh. Uh, and they both do visitor centres. They both have visitor centres. They both do uh, brewery tours. They both have tap rooms. Um, and since then, he has passed on... Um, the managing director role to his oldest son Rob who continues to run it and at the moment he has had um, his head brewer is a guy called Dan Scott Paul who originally started at that brewery 16 years old whippersnapper of a lad young there in his uh, farming shirt and a flat cap and whip it at his side hoping to earn a bit of a a bit of coin to afford one of the beers and he left and he's studied and he's got on and he's now just taken over the role in the last couple of years as head brewer. Wow. That's an achievement. Yeah. And he's, I think he's around in his early thirties. Um, yeah. And uh, the place looks lovely. It really does. It's a stunning place, stunning tap room. They also have a kitchen which serves food there. Um, it's a really nice looking place and as I said if you're going on holiday and obviously holidays in Britain this year if they're allowed to go ahead it's pretty much going to be local and uh, it could be a place for anyone who loves their beer to head to I mean, not only you've got the countryside and the fantastic places around Yorkshire but you've got these two breweries in walking distance or staggering distance if you like <laughs> Yeah, as well as pubs that are in that town. You know, there's other there's other pubs there. You could have a real good weekend or a week up there and not leave a square mile and have the best time of your life. But um, 
Well, that's kind of like Britain in general. It's easier just to get to pubs and breweries, whereas here you have to drive everywhere because it's so spaced out. But yeah, I know. You know, mind-boggling to me when you think that Britain could fit into Texas multiple (laughs) times over, and and uh, still. you know it's mad but yeah, um what this, this beer just to talk about the beer it is smooth and um, that taste is distinctive the aftertaste is distinctive and they actually use real dark chocolate it in really wow and they use handfuls of orange peel oh to create that flavor and it really does resonate all the way down i mean I, it's there's an orangey zesty hint at the back there now yeah. now that it's that for a while that that flavor's coming through so i'll just talk a little bit about their um what they've got you know other other lines they do they do um yeah. uh, 54 lager they do a black sheep ale they do one called bar bar pa yeah. they do a golden ale they do another milk stout they do a best bitter, which was his very first line when he, he set up the company. They do a dark ale called Rig Welter. And um, they also do, since I believe 1999, they do the Monty Python range of beers. What? So you've got Holy Grail, you've got Flying Circus, and you've got Brian. And they still stock them now. You can still order them. You can order cask, keg, bottle, can. And now what's very popular over here is the mini keg. Right, so yeah. I've, mini yeah, I've seen them. Um, and, uh, you know, get a good few pints out of that and save a bit of money. Definitely. And all, all round, that's better for the environment anyway, because you can recycle that when you've come to the end of it and not have loads of bottles or loads of cans, which can be recycled, obviously, but just one thing that could be refilled. So yeah, yeah. return it. Get it at the moment on their website, you can order all their beers, obviously the tap room shut at the minute. And they do things like uh, they have got a line of gin as well that they do. Wow. And they do at the moment, Valentine's box offers. Now, if you're a lady in this country, I'm not sure it would get to America in time, but if you're a lady in this country at a loose end of what to get your beer swilling other half, then I suggest get them a Valentine's box from uh, Black Sheep Brewing. <laughs> I know that would, suggestion. that would make my heart swell. I don't know about you. Pack <laughs> 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 chocolates. I don't need any more boxer shorts. I just, <laughs> I just have a nice pack from uh, Black Sheep Brewing. Thank you very much. Sort the standard shit from Sainsbury's. Get some beers for your man. Come on now. Yeah, yes, get some beers from the people that brew it direct to the door. They make all the coin. Lovely. One other thing I just need to add was the percentage of this beer which isn't as high as yours, but it's still, it's a 6.1. Okay. So, uh, it's a nice beer to have. A, so, if, yeah. I can good. imagine myself going to uh, their tap room or even one of the pubs in the village and uh, sitting as it, as it sleeted outside. That would be a lovely image. Oh. By a log fire with a pint of this and just having a jaw about what we'd done, maybe walk on the dales and, well, what a lovely, 
we used to do that ourselves, didn't we? A bit. We did walk up on the mountains, a bit of hill walking, and then you get you find the wayside pub as you come back down in the always little the pubs that I, I always used to love that we used to go up oh. make sure we get the walk done get to the top of the mountain this is in snowdonia national park and uh on the way home we'd say right we might have seen a pub on the way out think oh we'll try that on the way back and those little places were the gems they yeah, you go in them, you'd be made to feel welcome, and the characters that were in there, and like we said, log fire or the burner going, it was oh, your, bo- your bones were weary and your face was cold, and it was just unless you go to both, don't go. No, I'm joking. Both, <laughs> both, both yeah. is a little town, and we went to a pub in there, and we got stony silence. I'm not going to name the pub. And that's mostly because I can't remember it, but no. um, the name. But uh, yeah, most of welcoming and, you, you know, you have to support your local pubs. They're in trouble. Let's be honest. Yeah, then maybe, maybe, um, I mean, look at my locks at the minute. Not a grey hair in sight. <laughs> Lovely, luscious. I've almost got too much. Oh, but okay. um, back then, back then I was a youth of 19, 20, skinhead. <laughs> maybe a skinhead walking into a pub might have put the wind up them a bit but uh well i had hair back then didn't i it's like reverse now <laughs> i'm the skinhead you've <laughs> got the lovely locks of youth but both but both but both ends of the spectrum like 20 years ago and now uh i could choose what i wanted to do <laughs> Hair, hair wise, <laughs> yeah, I suppose maybe those implants aren't such a bad. I've got idea. to stop teasing him. I've got to stop teasing him. I've got to let him review his beer. So come on, yeah. let's have it. Let's All have right, it. I'm going off on yeah. All right, so my beer is as I said, it's black is beautiful, but this was brewed by Fremont Brewing, and Fremont Brewing are a big brewery in Seattle, and if you don't know where Seattle is, it's on the northwest. Uh, coast of the united states of america very interesting city they call it the rainy city but it's, yeah, yeah it? Well, it rains a lot it's kind of like wales it's like aberystwyth <laughs> aberystwyth yeah where we went to uni but it's i kind of know that area of the world because i spent some time in vermont up in the northwest side so it it's kind of similar vibe to that so i've been told i've never been to seattle this beer was picked up for me by mike burns um he brought it for me so big thank you to him um i'm going to talk about black is beautiful in a moment but i'm just going to talk about the brewery itself now the brewery was founded in 2009 so it's got a bit of history there now by matt lincoln and sarah nelson it's a family-owned brewery and it, they don't specifically say it on the website, but I presume they're um, uh, husband and wife. So it's it's been going a few years. Um, it's very well established, and it's in the Fremont. Excuse me, I'm plugging in the computer. It's in the Fremont area. Sorry, technical difficulties of uh, Seattle. Now, I don't know if you folks know Seattle. I'm sure a few people listening in do, but Fremont area of Seattle is a very cosmopolitan, artsy kind of area of town. 
Um, I believe sounds cool. Sounds really cool. Cool. I think if you were the surfing kind, you just fit in right in there. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's my, um, friend, my friend Lance and his mate Jez might fit in there, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of artsy anyway because I'm I'm artistic in nature, and you are as well. So we may fit in. I think Lance and Jez would fit yeah, in probably better. Fit in anywhere, us. Yeah. Social yeah. chameleons. We are. We mix in. We, uh, yeah, we blend in. Um, but yeah, sorry, these guys have been well established. It's a very good brewery. I've had a few of their beers. I've never been there, but I do want to at some stage. Now, just to kind of give you a bit of spiel about their setup there, they, they are open. So if you're in the area, just go and check them out. They, um, urb, they have a place called an urban beer garden and it's right. open every day, 12 till 9 p.m. So um, there's no lockdowns, you know, they're still open for business. Is that, their usual, is that their usual hours then? Yeah, 12 to 9 every single day. I believe out of lockdown as well, it's the same. So they don't have like live music or events there. There is a few things going on. You have to check their calendar, but there's not much going on with lockdown right now, but they have done stuff in the past. Mm -hmm. Now it's pretty good. They have a 20 beer selection. So more than 20 actually. So it's kind of, you know, like a lot of these fantastic breweries, there's a really good selection available. Mm-hmm. um they do parties but you have to pre-book on if you want to set up a party table pre-book a table they do take um that kind of thing and they they've got fantastic beer selection on their website please check out the website it's really really good so there's lots of selections there all kinds of different beers and you can order those beers to be delivered so I just run the name of the actual brewery again, because I know it's Black is Beautiful, but the name of that brewery in Seattle. So the beer, the brewery itself is called Fremont Brewing, Seattle. Would, is that what you would type in? You would type that in for their website, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And I will probably post a link on this video if we do it on YouTube, so you can go and yeah. check it out. Same as, same as this one. It's the uh, If you type Black Sheep Brewery into google any of them other ones um yeah their website comes up very impressive website as well it's really good and what impressed me about this brewery and a lot of websites as well they always have photos of what's going on and the staff as well so you can go on there and you can see um matt lincoln and sarah nelson the, the the founders the brewers themselves and it gives you a little bit of information and background about these guys, you know, and why they set it up. I just kind of want to talk a bit about the brewery itself. They're kind of um, what they're all about, if you will. So I'm just going to give you a little bit of spiel on Fremont Brewing. It was born out of our love of our home, so Seattle, and the history, as well as the desire to prove that beer is made with the finest local ingredients. So I like that, you know, they're all about using locally sourced ingredients and they're brewing. So keeping it local, if you will. Now, I'm just going to be a bit of a bastard like I always am, but they all say (laughs) it. That is, yeah, you're right there. 
But it's not. I, I think it's lovely. Don't get me wrong. I think it's lovely. I think if if you set up a brewery and you can lo use local produce, you're spreading the wealth, if you like. You know, you're keeping it in the area. And there's nothing better than that. But uh, that's true. A pessimistic part of me just thinks that a lot of it is wholesome bullshit that they put on their websites. <laughs> not them particular, but all of them. Just general breweries. Yeah. I set up a brewery in Texas, but we get all of our shit from China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one says that. <laughs> it's always all wholesome. It's in the backyard. It's we, we ship it in because it's cheap. And that's all we want. We want to make money. That's our motive. We make money. We're, we're capital, uh, capitalists to the core. Yeah, <laughs> we're, exactly. yeah. No, I, that was just uh, no, no. That was that, the other half of me wanted to say that. <laughs> His true self is filtering through. No, no. I don't know if that's the other half or maybe the general three quarters, but I had to say it. <laughs> the dark half, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, but it's kind of cool. I'm, I'm all for this. Is they use organic wherever possible, and I know it's hard to do that sometimes, especially if you're on a budget. Organic shit ain't cheap. It's it's bloody expensive. You try and pick organic stuff up at the supermarket. Good God. But why what? should it be so expensive? I don't. I think that, I'm going to go. That's a drag. That's organic, a drag. Yeah, maybe I should have saved that. If it's organic, you don't fuck all to it. I know. You know, you think about those farmers that have put pesticides on it and <laughs> grown the fuck out of it by injecting it with basic growth hormones. They spent a lot of money on that. They yeah. haven't just put it in the ground and said, oh, it's uh, an unusual shape, so it's worth a bit more. No, you're selling disabled fruit and veg to us. <laughs> Not right. <laughs> it ain't. I don't understand it. It's always been a it's always perplexed me, if you will. I, you know? I, I'm going to reel it in. I, I can feel myself on the edge yeah. of some sort of mad <laughs> in, rant. So let it, let him go. I'm deflecting from your... Um, no, no, let him go. I just, I, I really want to make a point for these guys that they set up this brewery during the Great Recession that we all remember, you know, it, 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 it back in the, in the noughties. So it's kind of been an act of passion for these guys to set up this brewery you know they knew it was going to be a struggle going through a recession setting up this brewery but they did it anyway they my hats off to anyone that sets up a brewery it's a, a big step a big risk but a reward yeah. if you get it right you know you've got a dream job there haven't you really definitely definitely Fair you, play to them. i wasn't having to go at them no no <laughs> he's just going off on one um so yeah they said you know and i like this last phrase they use we invite you to come along and with us and enjoy that passion for beer because beer matters it does matter it does matter so i like that so fair play to these guys it's the i beer am that binds us anyone that's uh listening to this or anyone that's listening to this on uh our very first podcast, it's the beer that binds us. That's why you're listening. That's why we're talking. So, no, I agree with that. It's a lovely lad look, isn't it? Good. Yeah, good sentiment there. Good so what's sentiment. this Blackie's Beautiful thing? I feel All like right. 
That's the get, that's justice get, it deserves. So what is it about? Let's get down to this. Let's get down to the black is beautiful. It, it's a fantastic message. Black is beautiful. And it was set up, it's kind of something special to me, because this whole movement was set up by a guy called Marcus B. And he's the head brewer in a, a brewery in San Antonio called Weathered Souls. And I'll give you just a bit of well, You know this guy. Is he one of the Macassian Knights? He isn't one of the Macassian Knights, but he is another Marcus like myself. Well, maybe he's an honorary Macassian Knight. He's more than welcome to join this great elite club of Macassian Knights. You know, I'm one. Maybe. Just one, just one thing. If if that he's a friend, he's a acquaintance of yours. Well, he's. I've met him a couple of times at the brewery and had a chat yeah. with him. And, and he uh, set the whole movement up. He has set this up. But yet um, you chose to drink a Black is Beautiful from another brewery, not I, this one. <laughs> no, so that I actually... I just wondered what he'd done to you, that's all. No, he's, he's, he's him, and, <laughs> him and Stephen and Michael. Um, Michael and is the owner and Stephen is another brewer. They're just super guys. I love them. And I've had a Black is Beautiful at Weathered Souls there. So I've ha had his beer, his original recipe, um, I should really, uh, before I talk about the actual movement and what it's all about, I should say what it actually, what you have to do. So uh, it's really a recipe that Marcus has come up with and he distributes it. You can download it on the website and it's your own interpretation of this beer. So, oh, that's cool. So there's been like, let me see here. 1,207 breweries are participating in Black is Beautiful. 50, is that just in America or worldwide? That's worldwide. Wow. 50 states of the USA have this going on, and 22 other countries uh, are doing it as well. So that, I've looked it up. There, there's like probably two or three in England. There's one in Wales. I think there's two in Scotland. I think there's one in Ireland. So it's it's just fantastic. But the, I'm just going to give you what it's all about because I'm talking yeah, about it. Did. So it's a collaborative effort to raise awareness for the injustices of people of colour face daily and raise funds for police brutality, reform and legal defences for those who have been wronged. So it's, it's just really to raise awareness but what they like you to do if you make this beer now I believe I could be wrong but what they want you to do 100% of the profits of this beer go to a just cause that kind of helps this kind of um, awareness the awareness if you will yeah so, what is, um, so your this Marcus had this idea himself so what his idea, right? So I'm going to just read what he has said about it. As someone who has personally dealt with the abuse of power by the police, this recent turmoil in the country is facing has hit home for me. As I write this, I contemplate how the country can move forward, how we, the people, can create change and what it will take for everyone to move forward with a common respect for one another. 
absolutely. For us, we feel this is a, our contribution to a step. So as a brewer, he's just kind of trying to highlight this whole issue that's going on, especially in America. You know, I see the news constantly and you guys in Britain see the news and what happens here and, you know, the troubles that the black community has faced. And I know I've seen a many, I saw this one thing once, not to go too deep into politics, but this young guy was, uh, he had his earphones on and he was outside the front of a building picking litter and uh, he was stopped by the police and they wanted to arrest him. And he said, no, he, you know, he basically told them to go away. Yeah. He was in front of the building he lived and he just wanted to pick the litter. He was a student and uh, they were harsh as anything. And it wasn't until I think it was either the building manager or one of the guys from the university, a white guy, come down and stood in front of him and said, no, he lives here. He is who he says he is. What the hell are you doing? You know, it's for me, it's baffling because in this country, yes, of course, there are struggles when it comes to things like that of an, on an occasion. But it's so widespread in America. It's, it's hard to comprehend when we live over here that something like that could even happen. It is. It is. I've seen other things. I saw not even just that. I saw that this guy was cycling on a pavement, not he was just a white guy. Mm. And the policeman pulled him over and said, right, you've fined for cycling on the pavement. He said, I couldn't cycle in the cycle lane. It was blocked. And the bloke said, no, that's your problem. And he gave him a $50 fine. And, um, you know, I just found it like this is... It's not right. Some of these policemen over in America, you know, they're like... uh, there's, there's almost a, too much of a power element. There. Yeah, it's a power thing, isn't it? It's, yeah. a, it's a power thing rather than, you know, working for the people. They're yeah. promoting themselves and like, act like little gods or whatever. It's that, yeah. It's very hard for me to give a judgment on it. No, I know. I, I know. respect this movement and I think it's a great thing he's done. And, and to have an idea like that for someone that you've met and it's in a, over a thousand different places of uh you know even their twist on this recipe it's well it's incredible imagine just doing that as a person you work in a place you've had an idea even if you had an idea and your boss said yeah we're going to run that in our bar you'd be made up wouldn't you be happy but to go worldwide is what an incredible thing so hats off hats off to him hats off to marcus hats off to um Weathered Souls for promoting this, and I'll talk about yeah. Weathered Souls. Cheers to that, yeah. Cheers. We didn't do the clink, but we'll do <laughs> Oh, hang on, wait. It's just up here. Ding. Got it. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, and hats off to breweries like Fremont and like Five Stones, and I will try and find out the breweries in England. And Well, I think I'm going to do that myself. I think I'm going to... Um... I wanted to. I've been wanting to you to do this review. Um, yeah. I thought you might have done it on the shorter one, but no, you've yeah. done it. Now. So, like, I think I'm going to have a little look myself and see if I can get one ordered. Um, yeah. Just tell you what it is. So, so the one you've got, you said to me that it's a, it's a recipe that Marcus and uh, the boys at the the one in San Antonio came up with. Yeah. It's, 
your twist on it. So what is that Seattle twist? So I'm does trying to say, does they, it say it doesn't actually say the they brew it. I yeah, it, it could be it, to do with different malts, different ingredients. Exactly. The same ingredients, but obviously this local to the area thing might well, come out. It, and it could be in the air, you know, you got to think like the malts in the area, Seattle could be. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. You know, exactly. every everyone is meant to taste a little bit different. And the ideal scenario for dreaming like yourself and myself, we are the only dreaming. But um, <laughs> the true dreaming. But if you had several of these black is beautiful as tasters and just tried to compare, I oh, know wouldn't it? And just try and pick out those subtle differences, kind of like wine tasting, if you will, um, for the next generation. The trouble is, I don't, with wine tasting, it's not my thing. I don't think you should put something in your mouth and spit it out. If you, if if you know, if we went stout tasting, I think I would just like to drink it. But then it wouldn't be fair later on after we've had five or six of them because we'd be a little bit, you know. <laughs> I know, I know. It's um, oh, I give it a go definitely. If someone wants to set that well, up, I'm happy to go along. Yeah, if you had like a taste, of, wouldn't that be cool? If you found a place, maybe like somewhere I went the other day, if they did a black is beautiful special where they had all the taps with Black is Beautiful. Imagine that, you know? It's that, they check out the review I did of this place, this tasting. What room. could be more beautiful than having, I, I can't get it, but that Stein glass you bought me, so that's a two-pint glass, right? Oh. You go, <laughs> I've got all the Black is Beautiful from around the world, and you take... And you've said a thousand breweries, but let's just say you've got 10. <laughs> let's just say 10 or 20. You just have a shot of each one. You stick it all in that one massive vessel and drink it. You know what they call that in America? A suicide. Where you go to, you know, you have your Coke and soft drink machines and you have a shot of this, shot of seven, yeah, yeah. shot of Sprite, shot of Coke. It's called a suicide in America. No, they don't call it a spit harsh, innit? We call it like a Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? A Mickey Mouse? A Mickey Mouse is a mix of things. And what's the other one? A snake bite is a mix of cider and lager yeah. and black, innit? Yeah, snake bite. Ollie loves That's... that, my brother. Who does? Ollie. Well, oh, that explains a lot. We won't go into him. Yeah. We'd be here all That's another story. <laughs> so anything else you want to say on that before we can give a rating? Yeah, I probably would get uh, we're gonna probably go for our ratings but that probably sums it up but before we go anywhere i just want to pop in with this oh right drinks of the week okay let's now, get drinks of the week for people that haven't heard is uh something we come up with and when we've done these longer ones on youtube and there is one that it's nearly an hour and 40 minutes. It was a God. bit of madness. We'd had a few drinks, but we haven't done a drunk special yet. But anyway, drugs of the, drugs of the week. <laughs> Maybe I have. The week. What time is it? Oh, it is 10 past 12 over here at night. But um, up later. Yeah, no, drugs of the week is uh, basically you got to the end of your pint and there's something that's uh, annoying you or irked you or something that just doesn't, 
sit well with you and you just want to get it out there and you're supposed to get your drink, talk about it, down the dregs of your pint and it's gone. You don't, you know, your worries are gone. I admit to anyone that's new that I have a hard time letting go of anything that pisses me off, but uh, <laughs> this is what dregs of the week is about. So it can be something very stupid. It can be something very serious. It can be something from years back. So I'll let Marco go first, the ref yeah. over there, if he's I, got a break. Well, yeah, I was thinking about it, a kind of last-minute thing. And, you know, I'm going to keep this short because we want to get this out there on the, your Instagrams and your TikTok, not TikToks, um, YouTubes. Um, TikToks are for sea shanties, so um, uh, that could be a dreg. Sea shanty. No, I'm not going to go into it. My dreg of the week is... Cold weather in Texas. Because, oh, well, no, I know I'm always going about the weather, and the governor is probably a drag of his week is me going on about the weather, to be honest. But just the softness of it, how people panic if there's a bit of cold weather, if it drops below one degree oh. Celsius. I take my piss off back. I, I should have let you speak. I apologise. I thought you were going to say you felt cold or something, and I was just about to give you a load of bullshit because you're from the fucking valleys, which is like... I'm Welsh! Exactly. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pathetic. I mean, like, Austin pretty much came to a fucking close today because they had a bit of... Well, admittedly, it was freezing rain, but it was like one degree below or something silly like that. So nothing happens, you know, and it's going to hit this week. It's going to get down to 12. And now admittedly that is cold. It's going to be minus 12, minus 12, minus 12 is cold. I suppose you have to put your long pants on for that. (laughs) (laughs) Long johns in it. Oh, hickory. (laughs) So I want shoes for, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I would be pissed off if somebody calls in. I'm not coming into work today. Why not? It's going to be dry. It's not going to be icy. Lovely dry day. But you see people bundled up in coats. You know, I'm not going to name names, but I know a few people, maybe family, um, that wrap up when it's like five, six, maybe ten, even ten degrees, and they're all wrapped up and up. Oh, it's freezing in it. So. I'm not going to, I'm getting mad now. No, I can tell that. Jesus, your beard at the bottom is flashing white with anger. Uh, well, my dreg of the week oh. is a bit, it's a little bit boring, to be honest, but uh gets on my fucking nerves. And that's homeschooling at the moment. Now, homeschooling, because we're in lockdown in the UK, kids don't have to go to school unless they're key workers that work for the hospitals and things like that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, me and my wife are key workers, but not in the same respect to the people that are working in the hospitals at the moment. So we've kept our kids off school and they design these days for them. Oh, isn't it wonderful? And the teachers have done a lovely job. But what they've done is they've chucked loads of work at them every day. It's fine if you've got one kid, right? Yeah. It's fine. You can do a lesson in the morning, lesson in the evening. No are you bother. sure? We've done it when with one kid got- and we've struggled. I've got four kids, right? The youngest one, luckily, she don't have to go anything to do with school. But the older three, it's a fucking nightmare, right? 
they've designed it so oh yeah you do a lesson here your lesson there but when you've got one big computer and they all need to do zoom meetings they all need to do this it's like we've taken on another job it's like we're full-time teachers yeah and not getting paid for it and what do they do some of the teachers lovely good lessons a lot of them just fucking click on bang a youtube link on there's some bloke that's put it on there years ago so i'll look at volcanoes volcanoes and answer the questions at the end it's some other bloke in the country that's done it not his own teacher but uh that's lazy that is and then and then he emails my son back saying you should have spent 90 minutes on this it looks like you spent half an hour shit (laughs) half an hour longer than putting a fucking youtube link up you can't (laughs) actually apologize you might have to beat that one mickens oh i don't know how to do that but who cares you know it's homeschooling it's enough to drive you mad in the in the in the uh, spring of last year in the summer it was fine we had the garden you could just spread out but when it's the winter and you're in lockdown and the garden's frozen or flooded and it's horrible rain and it's you know it's it's pretty hard work but you've got to think you're doing doing jobs yeah we both got full-time jobs yeah, the main thing is we're safe, so it's just really a quibble on anything. Well, I don't know. I've been through it, and I, I think I think as, our, as we go on with these, and as things open over the next few months, and COVID becomes eliminated worldwide, never go away, but you know it'll be kept on the down down. Yeah, I like months. I think that my dregs of the week will become proper madness again as I encounter these idiots that around <laughs> just the general public um sorry joe blogs but anyway uh, that's our dregs and we are gonna I like the general a- public i like the general public do you and few individuals that i do not like <laughs> and i do tend to, i do tend to run into these people daily <laughs> more so than most i think he is a true victor melder he just randomly stumbles on these people or larry david if you will um but yeah probably more like it <laughs> but yeah, he's on larry david you know you have to admit that that's why i love him because he says what he thinks you know exactly. and he asks those questions I, i'm a bit like that if something you know i know that you're uber polite apart from your younger years when you used to bully your brother but we won't get into that <laughs> 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 you're su- you're super polite to people and you've given them the time of day where usually i weigh them up within a couple of seconds and uh, i do give people a chance of course i'll give everyone a chance but well you're like my father-in-law he gives them one chance and that's it um yeah i mean maybe i'm not quite as severe as that but if someone says something for instance the other day i went with work to an appointment that I'd made and I made the appointment between half past three and four o'clock and when I arrived a guy opened the door and it was 3.30 I knew I'd be there at 3.30 I didn't have to give them the half an hour because I would be there when I said I would be there he opened the door and he said to me uh, you're early you said four o'clock I said no I said between 3.30 and four o'clock I said, it's 3.30. And he went, it's not your fault. 
And I said to him, I know it's not my fault. <laughs> it's 3.30. And uh, because it was to do with work, I skimmed it off. Had it been another thing, I maybe just would have, I don't know. But immediately I was fucking angry. <laughs> I was doing my job correctly and he told me it wasn't my fault that I'd arrived on time. What the yeah. fuck's that about? <laughs> it wasn't your fault. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, ref, yeah, that is anyway. my drink of the week. So I'm going to polish this off, say goodbye to it, and uh, we'll move on. And give us your rating, ref. I did enjoy it. Uh, this brewery, Black Sheep Brewing, is Black Sheep Brewery rather, is uh, a well-established place, and I, I do like Yorkshire. I've been there many times as a child, family that live in southern Yorkshire, and uh, I enjoyed it. But the chalk and orange, I probably wouldn't choose it over their regular stout. Um, personally, I I would always go for the straightforward stout. Uh, that's why I like stout because I, I like enjoy those flavors. But for yeah. a chocolate orange stout, it was good. And I'm going to just go in with an eight. Wonderful. Good. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten from the governor there. Um, I'll come straight in with my black is beautiful from Fremont. Uh, I love the, the maltiness and the, the bitterness of it. Just a true proper stout, you know, nothing, nothing fancy on this one. It's your basic stout. And I'm going to come in. I was thinking about this and I was going to give it an eight, but I'm going to bump it up a point just because of the message it's moving. So I will probably rate it. Well, I would say a point. I'm going to give it half. Oh, hang on, I'll help you. Before you deliberate, I, I think the message is a 10. The message is a 10. Oh, definitely. Lawless, what a genius yeah. idea. What a, no, you're right there. That guy, Marcus, who works there. Yeah. What a... What a lovely thing to do and a, and a brilliant idea. The He's message, such a nice guy as well. We've always got to go with the dream and we've got to be honest and, and go with the taste of it. How, how did you actually enjoy the one this from is, Seattle? No, no, you're right there. It's a 10 for the, the move, you know. No, you're right. That's a good point. I, I like it. It's a 10 for the actual message it's conveying, but it's an 8 from me. It's a nice basic stout. I enjoyed it. It's an eight. Cheers, Fremont. You know, keep doing what you're doing. Brilliant. So two eights this week. Lovely job. Talk those up. Yeah. Um, so we so are going to... Yeah, sorry. I was going to say, we're going to try to do these monthly. We missed January. January was a bit of a mad month for both of us, and uh, we didn't get round to it. The other ones previously are on YouTube. A bit shaky, some of them. A bit of madness. Some of them talk can go on for an hour and a bit and a lot of it is nonsense but there's some good stuff in there if you enjoy our toing and throwing across the pond please enjoy uh further ones that are coming in the next few months and uh, we're trying at least do one monthly that's what we agreed wasn't it yeah it is it is our what we are going to commit to and yes. partly that's me and uh, partly it's the time difference and partly maybe it's Martin, but we are going to commit to once a month. But just a quick message before we go, look out for our England versus Wales special, probably just a shorter one coming towards the end of the month, something special. Um, 
but other than that yeah well one one other thing was that you threw the doors open the other day to um other beers we've been doing stout specials and i think that's a good thing to do we do post the beers that we've been drinking in the week just as photographs and a little comment but we will be sticking up mini reviews like the stout ones that we've done of other beers um for you to enjoy and uh, recommendations yeah. from us so all the best as usual yeah nice to see you ref nice to see you gav it's been cool, too long always nice you're looking sharp <laughs> oh. i'm looking shoddy looking like a sailor well, you've got more of a look of desperation about you but uh, there we are <laughs> the sign of the times all right i will see you soon and so will the governor tara from us atami ducks as he says over in the us of a bye all right <laughs>